Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. Where's he from? I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! If you're as tight as I am! Yeah! Thirteen forty, KDLM, the station you can count on. Welcome into the KDLM Sports Wrap on a Taco John's Taco Tuesday. Ninety-nine cent hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day today. We got the return of Twins baseball tonight as well. We got the green light double header against the Oakland Athletics tonight. Twins back in action for the first time since last Friday night due to some COVID outbreak concerns within the Twins clubhouse. 5 o'clock pregame, 5.30 first pitch of the two seven-inning doubleheaders tonight on KDLM for Twins Baseball. We'll actually talk to a first-time guest of the show coming up in the second half of the wrap. Seth Stotes from Twins Daily going to join us on the wrap. They did talk about the Twins' uh, three-day layover on the West Coast and what they what the Twins have been doing. We'll talk some 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 bullpen concerns. And, and with the Twins now... You know, below 500, slow start. Is it time to panic? It's it's a, it's a long schedule, 162 games. I mean, you you look at what's going on with the New York Yankees right now. They're they're in last place in the American League East. The first time the Yankees have been in last place by themselves in the division since like 1998. Do you look? I mean, New York is panicking. Should the Twins, who are only like two or three games better than the Yankees right now, be in the same boat? We'll talk to Seth Stowes of Twins Daily uh, coming up second after the sports chat. But before we get there, I've got uh, a little bit of beef based on a, a, a certain decision made by the number one recruit in college basketball uh, nationally televised yesterday. Let, let, let's start there today with my with my grumpiness. Rewind time. So Chet Holmgren yesterday, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to toot my own horn here, nailed his college prediction. Everyone knew he was going here, to, to, to be honest. The seven foot one star from Minnehaha Academy made his decision. He is going to the University of Gonzaga. He's going to be a Bulldog. Picked Gonzaga over Georgetown, Memphis, Michigan, North Carolina, Ohio State, and of course uh, the Gophers in the conversation as as well now but before i go on this little rant congr- first of all congratulations to chet holmgren on, on 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 picking the college that he wanted to go to the college that he feels like he's going to have the most success at i mean he he has absolutely as has everybody before him that has has played basketball in the state of minnesota 
and has made a decision to to leave the state of Minnesota to go play elsewhere, that is that is their right. There there are no rules saying that kids that are born in Minnesota, raised in Minnesota, achieved success at the high school level in Minnesota, need to stay in state. We we've known that that's not a, that's that's not a rule, and it's never going to be. A rule because these kids keep leaving. So first off, before I go on my 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 little rant here, I'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from the success that Chet has had at Minnehaha Academy, building the legacy that he has. The number one recruit in college basketball is a huge huge achievement. That being said. <laughs> There, there are two things that drive me absolutely crazy when it comes to Minnesota. And I'm partially responsible for one of these things. The number one thing is the apathy surrounding sports, which is kind of tongue-in-cheek for me because I literally have written the book about bad things to happen to Minnesota sports. Land of 10,000 acres. You can buy the book on Amazon or uh, at your local bookstore. The, the apathy surrounding Chet Holmgren. Oh, he's not going to come here. Why would he pick Minnesota? They're not that good of a team. He should go have success anywhere. Blah 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 blah. We're not the, the whole. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get him anyways. So why should I get my hopes up? Kind of mentality with. With Minnesota sports fan, the the second thing, and this has has it's it's only bothered me until recently, and I was a huge a huge supporter of this, and it, my my patience on this subject is waning, and that would be the one of us mentality that Minnesotans have. If you're from here, you were born here. You had success here. You're one of us. You understand us, and we're going to cheer for you no matter what. Doesn't matter if it's sports. Doesn't matter if if, if it's music. Doesn't matter if 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 it's if, if, if it's politics. I mean, you, you look at the, the the biggest icons in Minnesota politics. You've got Hubert H. Humphrey, former vice president, and the late Walter Mondale, who passed away yesterday, and tributes rolling across across every. News outlet Minnesota social media platform, Walter Mondale, we loved him because he was one of us. Minnesotans love Prince because he was one of us. We 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 love Bob Dylan. And you you look at, at sports when 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 Jack Morris came here in ninety one. Oh, he's one of us. St. Paul kid. Then you've got Kent Herbeck, born in the shadows of Metropolitan Stadium. Starred for the Twins, two World Series. Kent Herbeck, ah, he's one of us. Paul Molitor, Dave Winfield, Joe Maurer, ah, oh, they're 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 one of us. Zach Parisi, his dad played here for the North Stars. Even though you know he went to to UND to play college hockey, that's okay. He played his high school hockey here. Zach Parisi, he's one of us. Welcome home, Zach Parisi. That stuff just drives me absolutely up the wall. I was listening to ESPN Radio yesterday. They were talking about a, a kid named Bryce Young. Bryce Young is a, is a former five-star 
quarterback recruit uh, from Los Angeles, originally committed, verbally committed to his, his hometown USC Trojans, decommitted, and is now uh, at the University of Alabama. He, he was the, the MVP of the spring game at Alabama. Threw for 333 yards, touchdown, no interceptions, and everyone is riding high on Bryce Young for the upcoming football season at Alabama. Keyshawn Johnson. I was listening to Keyshawn Johnson yesterday on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn is a is a USC alum. He was talking about Bryce Young, and he he said this was kind of tongue in cheek, and 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 kind of kind of not. Where Bryce Young, because he left, is is pretty much being shunned by California right now. Had the opportunity to stay, had the opportunity to have success in front of his hometown fans. He left in Los Angeles, couldn't give two craps about the success of Bryce Young. I'm speaking in a foreign language to Minnesota sports fans at this point. Because we will we will never, ever feel that animosity for one of our hometown guys that decides to willingly leave, that does not want to stay, that goes somewhere else, and we're going to cheer for them for the rest of their career because they're one of us. They understand us. They know how to pronounce Bemidji and Edina. They know how to say our words. They can talk our lingo. They know it's a hot dish, not a casserole. And we'll cheer for these guys forever. These high school kids know that they can leave the state of Minnesota. And Minnesotans will still adore them. Look at what Jalen Suggs did against UCLA in the Final Four, hitting that miraculous game-winning shot in overtime to break the glass slipper of the UCLA Bruins in the Final Four. And Minnesota went absolutely nuts. He's a Minnesota guy. He's one of us. He's a Minnesotan. Somebody from Minnesota is, is having success on the one of the biggest stages in college sports. He's from Minnesota. He didn't want to play here. He wanted nothing to do with our basketball program. He went to Washington, to Gonzaga, to have his success. But by golly, we still love us some Jalen Suggs. Same can be said for Tyus Jones. Went to Duke. Was the the most outstanding player of the of the Final Four? Duke wins the championship. We we draft we 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 traded for the draft rights to Tyus Jones. We brought him home, and it was like he never left. He went to Duke, which is the 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 evil empire of college basketball. Didn't want to stay here and have success at Minnesota. He left. Won a national championship, and everyone still loves Tyus Jones because he's one of us. Tyus left, and then his brother Trey left as well because Tyus told him to go to Duke. 
Minnesota kids are recruiting Minnesota kids to not play here. Chet Holmgren says that Jalen Suggs had a major decision on him going to Gonzaga in the fall. Why why are we not keeping these kids here? Because they know that no matter where they go and what level of success they have, Minnesotans will always have their back. They can always come home. They will always be one of us. You, you look at some movie stars. You know, Winona Ryder, born in, in Winona, Minnesota, lived there for six months. Minnesotans love Winona Ryder. Chris Pratt, born in Virginia, didn't live here long. John Madden, born in, I believe he was born in Austin, Minnesota, didn't live here long. But you know what? He was born here. And we love Chris Pratt. And we love John Madden. And we love Winona Ryder. Because technically, they're from here. When, when, when Amir Coffey committed to the U of M in like what, 2015, 2016? That could, have been, that could have been the beginning of the Minnesota pipeline. Amir Coffey from Hopkins, then Daniel Oturu from Hopkins. He stayed both guys in the NBA now, which shows that you can go to the University of Minnesota and go on to play in the NBA. Do I think that Jalen Suggs is going to have a good NBA career? Yeah, I hope so. But I hope everybody that's in the draft has a good career. I don't wish ill on any of these guys. And there's all this clamoring for if the Wolves have a top three pick to draft Jalen Suggs and bring him home. And that's the kind of stuff that that drives me absolutely insane when it comes to Minnesota sports fans. We need... We need more Bryce Young-type attitude in Minnesota versus the Jalen Suggs. Where if somebody leaves, forget them. They didn't want to be here. Why are they still so beloved and cherished when they had the option to be here? They teased us about being here. I mean, Trey Jones had a Minnesota Gopher hat on the table when he committed to Duke. Was he seriously going to come to the Gophers, or was he doing that just to leave that window open to have Minnesota's fans be like, you know what, we were in his top seven. We almost got Trey Jones. I mean, we were in Chet Holmgren's top seven. We almost got Chet Holmgren. We were we were in serious consideration to get the number one recruit in the country. No, we weren't. It was a a peace offering saying, you know what? I'm from Minnesota. I've seen other people do this before. This is part of of the deal where I'm I'm not gonna go to Minnesota, but I'm gonna make people think I'm gonna go to Minnesota. I'm gonna tease it, you know. I'm going to have the hat on there. I'm going to list them in my, in my, in my, in my top seven teams just, just to know that, you know, I thought about staying home, but I decided that I would rather have success somewhere else. If, if Chet Holmgren would have stayed with the Gophers, he would have been elevated to like Michael Thompson type status without ever playing a game. 
He would have been on the Mount Rushmore. He would have been, you know, Jordan Murphy. He would have been Kevin McHale. He would have been one of the most beloved players in this program, but instead he's going to Washington, probably for a one-and-done. I don't think he'll be a one-and-done. Is he going to have success at the next level? Like I said before, I don't wish ill will on any of these of these kids. Chet Holmgren's 17, 18 years old. But in order for, for, for Chet Holmgren to succeed at the next level, I mean, he's, he's seven foot one. He has amazing skills, amazing skills. Nothing like we've ever seen before, but he's 190 pounds soaking wet. And we see that with a lot of these, with these kids. You look at 18 year old LeBron James, thin, wiry, spry. You look at LeBron James when he started winning MVPs, bulky, muscular. He's got mass. Look at Kevin Garnett when he came into the league when he was 18 years old out of Farragut Academy. Thin, wiry. When he won his MVP in 2004, complete, total, completely different body. And that's what Chet Holmgren has to undergo, is he has to undergo a complete body transformation if he's going to have success. Would I have loved to see him do that at the University of Minnesota? Absolutely. Am I going to enjoy watching him do it at Gonzaga? Absolutely. Chet Holmgren is a very good basketball player. And because I love sports, I love competition, I, I love seeing elite-level competition, am I going to watch Chet Holmgren and his career? Yeah, I'm going to watch him. Am I going to cheer for him? Yeah, I cheer for all these kids. But am I going to cheer for Chet Holmgren solely because he is from the state of Minnesota? No. No, I'm not. I'm going to cheer for him because he's a legit talent, because I think he's got a uh, the opportunity to have a good pro career if he can make those changes to his body, like I just mentioned. But I'm not going to root for for Chet Holmgren. I'm not going to be the guy who, when Chet Holmgren makes a, a huge play on, uh, uh, he gets in the top five on a Sports Center top play. He's from Minnesota. He's one of us. He's one of our guys. That stuff drives me crazy. Unless, of course, it's Adam Thielen. You can't say anything bad about Adam Thielen. Second half of the sports wrap. We're talking twins with Seth Stowes from Twins Daily and TwinsDaily.com. Get an update on the COVID situation and preview the upcoming series against the Oakland Athletics. Doubleheader coming up tonight on KDLM. Seth Stowes from Twins Daily coming up next on the wrap. I'm Kyle Montgomery with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The NFL's reigning comeback player of the year is going out on his own term. Quarterback Alex Smith announced his retirement Monday after a 16-year career. Smith led Washington to the playoffs last season. Two years after suffering a leg injury so severe, he was told he may never walk again. Quarterback who replaced Smith in KC is healing up nicely meantime. Patrick Mahomes said Monday he's ahead of schedule following toe surgery and will likely be back on the field before the offseason ends in June. Elsewhere, the Niners, Falcons, Broncos, and Patriots were all on hand Monday to watch the second pro day workout of North Dakota State quarterback Trey Land. He's a projected first-round pick. And after trading down from the third pick to the 12th pick, 
pick, then back up to the sixth pick. The Dolphins may not be done making moves yet. NFL Network Insider in Rappaport reports Miami is getting trade calls for that sixth pick and may consider moving down again. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Napa know-how. At Napa, you don't need to be a magician to pull 20% savings out of thin air. All you need is a bucket. Yep, you can magically save on three or more items with a $2.99 Napa bucket. So use whatever magical catchphrase you want, like Abrica Bucket or Alica Savings or Bippity Boppity Bucket and save 20% today. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating locations, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 4-30-21. Cleveland, you guys ready to get started? The 2021 NFL Draft. College football's best realize a lifelong dream. With the first pick. Get exclusive access to the future stars of the NFL as they take the stage. Live from Cleveland. Here's Lawrence. Najee Harris. Zach Wilson. And Pitts got it. Touchdown, Jamar Chase. I'm so pumped up about this draft. The 2021 NFL Draft starts April 29th on NFL Network, ABC, ESPN, and ESPN Deportes. Connected with local businesses in the Lakes area. Get connected to Wild Rice Electric, creating connections with its members since 1939. That's the power of your co-op. That's the power of Wild Rice Electric. Get connected to DL Disposal, providing garbage service for both commercial and residential customers throughout Detroit Lakes and the surrounding area. Give Travis a call today at 218-850-9944. Experience the advantage with Advantage Seamless Gunners. Not all gunners are the same, and they install some of the best in the industry. Their custom seamless gunners feature the thickest gauge aluminum and strongest hangers available on the market. They have the strongest gutters around. Let Advantage Seamless Gunners design the gutters on your dream home and achieve the curb appeal you've always wanted. Contact Advantage Seamless Gutters today for a free consultation with trusted professionals here in the Lakes area. Online at AdvantageSeamlessGutters.com. This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. We'll talk Minnesota baseball when we come back. We are professionals. We are family and friends. We are volunteers. We are community partners. We are a team dedicated to helping you succeed. We help protect and serve America's businesses. When you need us, we're here to help. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. The Star Tribune Top 150 Workplace since 2018. The University of Minnesota baseball team has had an uncharacteristic tough season so far, and legendary head coach John Anderson, the Big Ten's all-time winningest baseball coach, says the thing he wants to salvage out of this year, making sure his players understand the importance of the culture and history of Gopher baseball. You know, I think I'm more interested in making sure that the players understand the expectations and the responsibilities that they hold as being a member of this program and putting on the jersey and wearing the M and what those things mean historically and what they've meant to, uh, to the 133 years of Gopher baseball. And so I want to make sure they don't lose sight of, of the program they're playing in, the history and tradition, making sure they understand the expectations and that we honor those expectations and responsibilities on a daily basis. And I don't think we can see any improvement on the field until we make sure that we're honoring the commitments to the expectations that we have for people in this program. And I think when you struggle and people get frustrated, I think the first thing that happens is you got to be careful that people don't lose their understanding of why they're here, why they came here, 
what this program is about, and uh, we're going to hold people accountable and responsible for the, the expectations and, and the commitments that we ask young people to make to be a part of this program. And I think we have to make sure that part doesn't get lost here. We just focus on wins and losses. The Gophers will visit Indiana this weekend. That's the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Graham. Ribfest is back at your 24-hour Detroit Lakes Central Market Thursday. Get a full rack of Kretschmar ribs hot off the grill, wrapped and ready to take home, just $10. Kretschmar ribs soaked in Central Market's house barbecue sauce, ready to take home for dinner. Ribfest starts at 10 a.m. Kretschmar ribs, just $10 a rack during Ribfest this Thursday at your Detroit Lakes Central Market, the fresh place. Cal Soderquist with your Wolves Minute. Well, the Timberwolves back in action tonight. They'll be in Sacramento for the first of two straight meetings with the Kings in Minnesota, trying to bounce back after a rather disappointing effort in a loss on Sunday against the L.A. Clippers. The Wolves were coming off one of their better all-around performances in a victory last Friday over the Miami Heat, but big man Carl Anthony Towns suggests that overconfidence may have been an issue entering the matchup with the Clippers and ultimately leading to the loss. When we get one win, we don't get many wins, so there's no reason to have any type of cockiness or swagger to it. I, could, I, I saw it. I just saw the way we was, we was approaching it. Just, we approached it like we was we was supposed to come in. Like we was, the Clippers with a great record, top of the West. It, it wasn't that team. So, okay, man, too much coolness. I mean, well, we'll see if the Wolves can warm back up against a Kings team coming off an impressive road victory in Dallas. Our pregame coverage tonight begins at 8.30 on the Timberwolves Radio Network. There's lots of gear to help you fish, but make sure you pack your guides in your tackle box. Listen to Todd and Phil from PT's Guide Service during Gone Fishing, presented by Brunswick Boat Group of New York Mills, home of London Crestliner Boats. Gone Fishing helps you land more fish by letting you know the techniques that are working on area lakes. Gone Fishing can be heard right here each Friday morning at 940 and brought to you by Brunswick Boat Group of New York Mills, home of London Crestliner Boats. Listen in this Friday and let people know you've gone fishing. Get ready for the greatest show of the summer, MD Country Fest, coming back in historic fashion, starring Brantley Gilbert, Dustin Lynch, Little Texas, featuring Diamond Rio, Leroy Parnell, John Michael Montgomery, complete lineup at mdcountryfest.com. The first festival ever to have their own on-site casino. Order your tickets today at mdcountryfest.com. July 8th through the 10th in New Salem, North Dakota. Sponsored by Coors Light, Action Motorsports, New Vision Security, Trans Trash, Dakota Life Apparel, and American Family Insurance, DJ Coulter Agents. Here's your KDLM weatherology forecast. For today, becoming mostly cloudy, do have a chance for some scattered snow showers into the afternoon with highs in the upper 30s. Then for tonight, any lingering light snow or flurries wrapping up in the evening, a low of 21. For your Wednesday, increasing cloud cover once again with a chance for some afternoon sprinkles and flurries developing mid 40s, Thursday sunny up to 58. That's your latest forecast. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll. Thirteen forty KDLM, the station you can count on. Welcome back to the KDLM Sports Wrap on the Taco John's Taco Tuesday. Don't forget ninety-nine cent hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day long today. First time guest of the show today from Twins Daily. We've got Seth Stowes joining us this morning to talk some Twins baseball. Morning, Seth. How are you today? 
Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Something I, I just learned chatting off air a little bit is is there's a little bit of Lakes area connection with you. Give us a little bit about uh, a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I you know I grew up in in Perm. You know, played three sports there. Graduated from there a bunch of years ago, and and I uh, went to Concordia and Moorhead, and I've uh, been in Warroad for the last whole bunch of years. So yeah, Perm is still home. Awesome. And, and and you started Twins Daily after you moved up to, to War Road. That's correct, right? Yeah, I actually started a site at uh, SethSpeaks.net, and then about four of us Twins bloggers consolidated our start sites as we got older, had kids, had jobs, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, Twins Daily's been around for about nine or ten years, so it's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, great content online at TwinsDaily.com. Let, let's, let's talk about the Twins. They haven't played since last Oh man, was it was it last Friday that that, that the Twins played? Yeah. I I, I kind of missed a, a, a lot of what happened in that in that Boston series. I was I was down with COVID, but I, I know the Boston series didn't go particularly well for the Twins. And then the, that that first game of the LA series didn't go very well either. It sounds like. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a rough stretch for the Twins. First on the field, and then of course all the COVID situation last weekend, but. Uh, you know, hopefully that little break gives them an opportunity to to get back and, and start playing well when they start playing again here. Yeah, you know, let's talk about the, the the COVID stretch. I think it started last Tuesday. Andrelton Simmons testing positive for COVID nineteen, and then the the whole Rocco Baldelli situation where he had a a positive test. He barricaded himself in his office, took more tests. They all came back negative. We think that everything's okay. And then and then Garlic gets a positive test, and then a staff member gets a positive test, and it kind of snowballs from there. But the way it sounds, uh, a bunch of negative tests since then, they've isolated the guys that have tested positive, and it sounds like we get one of those awesome seven-inning doubleheaders in Oakland tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, they have to do the quarantine. There were false, false positives. There was It's just a weird situation. They have to do all the contact tracing and, and just determine who needs to be quarantined. And, and obviously they have to, you know, protect the Angels and the A's obviously are, are going to want to make sure that they're playing a team that they should be. And so, both, but it does sound like everything's gone well the last couple of days worth of testing. So they will make the trip, I believe, this morning up to Oakland and, and like you said, play two games today and one game tomorrow before an off day on Thursday. So uh, hopefully they get the games in. Hopefully there aren't any more situations, and it's kind of uh, that's just it. So hopefully that's the case. Matt Schumacher on the hill for Game One, five o'clock pregame show on KDLM tonight, five thirty first pitch from Oakland. Let's talk about the uh, the, the the Twins and, and and maybe some some recent offensive struggles, not, not being able to hit the ball very well with with runners and scoring position Twins. Uh, after after a hot start, they've they've dipped two games below five hundred. They're six and eight. They're fourth place in the American League Central. Should Twins fans be worried at this point based on the the lack of of, of hitting with runners in scoring position and, and and some bullpen concerns also? Well, like I like to say, I mean they're two games under five hundred with just one hundred and forty eight games to go. So I don't <laughs> think it's quite time to panic yet. But at the same time, there's no doubt there there are some concerns uh, starting early this year. The sample size 
so far is too small to, to make any uh, large-scale alterations. But, you know, there are concerns. The bullpen hasn't been good. The lineup has not come through. Even though they've, they're one of the top, say, five teams in, in number of runs scored, they have not been able to tack on as the game goes on. And, you know, frankly, they haven't had a full lineup most of the 14 games so far. So, you know, I still believe that there's enough talent and there there are guys that will figure things out here over time. Um, you know, obviously the Alex Kirilov situation, maybe he comes up soon, but you know, it's ultimately these guys got to just start performing and, and uh, you know, if, if they do, they're, they've got a good chance. If they don't, I mean, it's going to be a long year. A lot of new faces in that Twins bullpen. Uh, Alex Colomay, Hansel Robles. Uh, who is one of the guys that has impressed you out of that bullpen so far this year? Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to find one, but I, you know I think Taylor <laughs> Rogers has definitely yeah. been uh, much improved this year. I know he gave up the hit against uh, the Red Sox, but other than that, he's been really good. I think Hansel Robles has been really good, other than his most recent outing as well. Um, you know, and, and bullpen guys, that's it's a tough position because they're out there in, in those crucial situations. And obviously, Colome has not been uh, what they'd hoped so far, but. You know, these guys are all guys with track records who have done it before. They're probably not going to overreact. Obviously, Rocco Baldelli's not going to overreact. Um, but, you know, again, it, ultimately they have to they have to get the job done. Tyler Duffy uh, is a, is, was one of the best relievers in baseball last year, and he's struggled to this point. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I think if Jorge Alcala and Caleb Theobar, I think both of them have been very good. Um, you know, maybe they start getting some more high-leverage situations. Talking to Seth Stowe is from Twins Daily and TwinsDaily.com. Rocco has gotten a little bit of criticism lately for the way that he's, he's handled his starting rotation going into his bullpen. Maybe he's pulled guys uh, too early. We saw it with, with, with Big Mike Pineda against Boston, I think, where he was cruising, and then they pulled Mike out. He, he got a no decision in that one. Uh, I forget if it was Maeda or Barrios had a, a, a no-hitter through like seven or eight innings, and then... Uh, Rocco pulls his starter in that game as well. Do you think that the 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 bullpen struggles goes back to Rocco not having a lot of faith in how in how deep his starters can go into games? Um, you know, obviously everything ties together. The longer the starts can be, the less uh, strain on the bullpen. That said, I don't think any of the the bullpen arms have been overused by any means. Uh, you know, if if anyone had it, the uh, Cody Stashak, and he's he's been optioned right now. So, um, yeah, I don't necessarily see them tying together. Uh, that said, I know that people think that Rocco Baldelli uh, removes his starters early. There's two reasons for that. Number one, statistically, the third time through the lineup is is not good. There's a big drop off for most pitchers uh, that third time through the lineup. Uh, and secondly. With only 60 games last year, pitchers only threw so many innings, and there's a lot of concern about how they're going to get through a 162-game season, um, having only pitched maybe 60 or 70 innings last year and jumping up to 180, 190. Uh, so they're going to be very cautious. They're going to use their depth throughout the 40-man roster and others from the minor leagues. Uh, and, and the other thing to remember, it is a trend. I mean, we saw it in the World Series when Blake Snell got removed, right. uh, you know, the second time or third time through the lineup, and it didn't work out for the Rays there. But uh, ultimately, they're going to take care of their pitchers, and the Twins actually um, are one of the teams that have shown that the starters have thrown the most innings. So uh, if Rocco Baldelli is, is pulling his uh, starters too soon, 
well, then everybody is, every manager almost. Do you think it's it's preposterous to say that Willens Ostadio could be the best arm out of the bullpen right now? <laughs> well, um, yeah. Hey, three, three, <laughs> three, three, three outs on seven pitches. He threw that 46-mile-an-hour yeah. whatever that was that locked up, I think, Justin Upton or whoever. He, he looked good against the Angels on Friday <laughs> yeah. in garbage time. Yeah, I think I think they called that a curveball because mm-hmm. the StatCast uh, information didn't know what to do with that pitch. Uh, it dropped so much that they assumed it was a curveball. But then he came back with that 72-mile-an-hour <laughs> heater right on yeah. the outside corner. Yeah, and, did. Just threw him off. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he starts getting those high-leverage situations. And if he does, yes, the twin season is in trouble. Let's let's talk about the offense real quick before we close. Uh, who, who are you expecting to have a big series against Oakland over these next two days? Boy, it's, yeah, hard to know in a, in a three-game series. But uh, it's good that Byron Buxton and Josh Donaldson are back. Buxton uh, was supposed to be in the lineup on Saturday. Uh, he's been fantastic so far to start this season. Uh, Josh Donaldson back from the injured list. Uh, everything that he's hit so far when he has played, he's done well. So I think the key, though, is to get Mitch Garver, to get Ryan Jeffers, their catchers, uh, to get Miguel Sano going. Uh, and he has taken a lot of great at-bats. He's got a ton of walks. He's got a great approach. Right now he's just got to hit those fastballs. So, I mean, there's definitely some keys there. Max Kepler and Jorge Polanco are two guys they need to step up to. So it sounds like I'm saying a lot of guys need to step up, but uh, unfortunately that's the reality, and, and hopefully that can happen starting tonight in Oakland. Seth, if someone wants to find your stuff online, where can they find it at? Yeah, twinsdaily.com is, is the main site, and if you're on Twitter, at uh, Seth Tweets. Um, so yeah, those are the two the two main sites. Obviously, Twins Daily also on on Twitter at, at Twins Daily. So I, yeah, I appreciate that. Yes, sounds great. Twins baseball doubleheader tonight. Pre-game show with Corey, Danny, and the crew at five o'clock. First pitch in that doubleheader from Oakland at five thirty tonight on KDLM. Seth, thanks so much for joining us today. We'll chat again soon. Have a great rest of your week. Sounds great. Thanks again. Can't wait. It's finger looking good. So we. Dude! All right, thanks again to Seth Stowe for joining us on The Wrap today. And like we mentioned before, can't wait moment. Got to be the return of Twins Baseball back in action for the first time since last Friday night. Doubleheader against the Oakland Athletics to make up for yesterday's postponement. 5 o'clock pregame show, 5.30 first pitch. Matt Schumacher getting the ball in game number one. Going to be a traditional doubleheader in the, in the sense of how traditional these doubleheaders are are nowadays two seven inning games tonight against the Oakland Athletics. Join Corey, Danny, and Chris Atterbury for the pregame show at five o'clock. First pitch from Oakland at five thirty. You can find that full broadcast schedule online. And also, if you missed any of the episode today, you can go back and re-listen to it momentarily online at KDLMRadio.com. You can also subscribe to the Sports Wrap where you get your favorite podcasts from. Coming up tomorrow, we'll be joined by Cal Soderquist from the Timberwolves Radio Network to talk to some Wolves basketball. Maybe we'll get some insights on the, uh, the the recent WNBA draft as well. Cal going to join us tomorrow right around 945 right here on the KDLM Sports Wrap. You're in tune to KDLM, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. We'll take a quick CBS news break and then roll right into those classic hits on KDLM.